Hello, hello, hello. My name is Eva Palikova. I'm a sole business strategy for visionary female entrepreneurs who are here to build a new paradigm shift. A little bit of an introduction for those of you who are new to my work. I always knew that I was a little bit of on, on the wild side, quite frankly. You know, by the time I was 21, I traveled to 25 different countries with no money at all sometimes. And my life was joyous as long as I had the flexibility to do things on a moment's notice. My life is, has been very, very, very adventurous and freedom is actually one of my highest values. I'm actually originally from the Czech Republic and at the age of 17, I kind of started actually before that, I, I actually hitchhiked across Europe by myself when I was 16 years old, which was kind of crazy. And when I was 17, I ventured to Egypt and spent a few weeks there just exploring. And when I was 18, I took a big trip to Indonesia for like six weeks and just, you know, things were just really, really incredible until I got indoctrinated in the system after <laughs> when I started working on my MBA and shortly after. So with my entry to the corporate world, being surrounded by people who were very, very different from me, I learned to exist like them and that really didn't serve me. So some of my entrepreneurial path was really undoing and finding out who I am and going back to who I am as an entrepreneur, but also an adventurer that loves to have a variety of experiences and freedom to do things with moments notice. So that's one of my biggest values and biggest things and biggest motivations. What really motivates me is freedom. And it really is the flexibility to follow our soul literally like no matter what, like no matter what the soul throws at me, I want the ability to follow it. And part of that becomes a passion for financial security and prosperity. Why is that? Because for me, not being able to say yes to my spirit because of money, just, just a no-go. It's just a no, it's a no-negotiable. And that is, I'm a single mom. I have a two and a half year old. And we currently are living in Costa Rica enjoying her dream life. You know, she's got monkeys, she's got the bees, she's got the mountains, she's got the chicken, she's got the pigs, she's got the bunnies, she's got everything. But it's like, I want, if I feel the call to move across the world and go to Bali or go to Thailand or go to the US to hang out with her godparents or whatever it is, and spiritually, if I want the freedom to check myself into the jungle for a month and not talk to anybody online, one of my biggest passions is creating the life that allows me to do that. So to me, having a $5 million in my account, but working 24 seven is not freedom. Okay. That is not freedom. I've had times making lots and lots of money and having very little freedom in my life. Right. But I'm really driven by helping myself and others to clear the path so they can actually have the freedom and flow and the prosperity and life is not driven by money. There's no like, oh, I can't do this because, 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 right? So yesterday there were a couple of questions that came through and they were really, really great. But I'm, I decided that in this particular live stream, I really want to go deep or as deep as I can with the time that I have on the topic of prosperity and what's really important to me. Okay. And I will tell you honestly, this is a, like, I have gone live on my personal profile, like twice in my life. It's not a comfortable thing for me to do. 
and I'm also doing it for my own expansion. So I'm quite excited to be here with you guys because there's some visibility codes that are coming through and there's some things I'm unblocking on a different string, different kind of string of, you know, sub evolution. But I think it's important to have the flexibility to not have to create a group and do this and do that. It's part of, part of my freedom, right? We have to unblock this and unblock that to be actually free with people wherever we are. So that's it. So the prosperity and how do we anchor in prosperity? Whew. What I discovered on my journey, it's that it's a very complex issue because there is a level of consciousness that is prosperity. And it's actually on the other side of lack and control and craving. And there is an entire journey of elevating one consciousness that has to happen, that one has to move through if you can tell I'm reading a notes because that's what that's because I'm reading a notes by the way I have been trying to uh, I did some channeling around this light last night trying to bring together all my recent realizations and knowledge that I have on prosperity to bring this to you okay so there is an entire journey to elevating one's consciousness that has to happen for us to kind of move, move through the consciousness that is actually prosperity and there is no skipping steps here Okay, because there's a level of consciousness at which we actually feel connected to the resources where one feels very, very safe and secure. When one has healed all the insecurity of the safety and like really just this, this anxiety that we wake up with, like, how am I going to provide? Like, how am I going to, like, what do I have to do to bring in the money? And like, ah, you know, all the, all these things that we wake up with. You know, this anxiety that you go back to and then you try to get yourself out of it. Then you go back in there that all has to be healed and transcended for us to consistently live in the frequency of prosperity. So the way that I see people, including myself in the past, dealing with prosperity is doing money mindset. And this is not effective. I can tell you that from my experience. I don't know if it's effective for others, but from my experience, I used to do a bunch of money affirmations and money comes to me easily and effortlessly and then even play the songs, the whatever, right? Uh, okay, and I will tell you, in my own experience, affirmation did not change my consciousness. Those affirmations would hype me up in the moment, but then I would go down the spiral again, and again, waking up in the morning with total financial anxiety. What if I never get another client? What if they just stop coming? What if, what if, what if, what if, what if, what if? And the fear and the lack, it is so uncomfortable that we get, when we are in that too much, we start getting in the toxic frequencies of control, getting, and craving. There's a couple things to say about control and getting that is toxic masculine. That is not masculine. That is toxic masculine. There's a lot of talk about transitioning from masculine to feminine in our business. But what we're doing really is transitioning from toxic masculine and toxic feminine. Divine masculine is really beautiful in your business as well as divine feminine. Okay. So just note that this is actually the toxic masculine. 
Hmm. So why do we do this? Why do we end up in this control, getting, doing, uh, uh, uh. It's what I found that it's simply because we don't understand how the world works. We don't really understand the rules of the reality. We don't under, really understand the modus operandi or the, the, the operating system that some people call God that is here. We don't trust it. We don't understand it. We, we think it's freaking random. <laughs> it's like, you know, things sometimes come to you, sometimes don't. And it's like a crazy town. So you figure out, or I figured out at some point that if I can just get into the doing and the control, and I put a lot of control in place for me to get, then, you know, that will, that, that will do it, right? That way I can mask the underlying fear. I can sort of calm down my nervous system with a lot of doing, and I will somehow feel better, calm myself down, do, 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 check the boxes, and it will turn out, okay? And I have found that this simply does not last for me. It works for a while. It worked for a while. You know, you follow the system, you check the boxes, you do the doing. But then eventually, eventually, <laughs> the soul calls for restructuring of this because all the doingness and all the overdoing, all the checking the boxes, all the conversion and the funnels and like getting a certain number of leads and converting and da, 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 really does not serve us. It really does not serve our soul. It does not serve our purpose. It's too much worky work. It's, it's, there's just, it's just painful. It's, there's no freedom to it. There might be fine abundance, financial abundance, but when there is no abundance in life, we constantly feel like we have to overdo every element in our life in order to get the result. It simply doesn't work. So there's different frequencies. I will share my journey with you guys of how I went in creation. So a couple of stories. First is about my coaching practice. I've shared with you guys before that when Lexi turned a year, when I was pregnant, I was on literally on food stamps. It's called WIC. It's like food stamps for pregnant moms, no resources, blah, 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 redoing my business from scratch and whatever you have. And within a year and about three or four months, we had our first million dollar quarter in my coaching practice. Now, that was a way of manifesting. And the way that I have historically done this is that I and one of my mentors, Melanie Lair, called us out on this. We literally, what we do is that we push our back against the wall, against the wall, when we run out of resources, or she calls it like pushing against the bottom of the pool, when you really like cannot deal with yourself anymore, and it's like too scary where you're at, and I push against the bottom and I swim up and here's a million dollar quarter. And the way it gets done is by shutting off all the noise of what if people won't come, I shut it off. I didn't heal it. I shut it off. Swim up. All is great until 
there's no need for the money anymore. There's no need to deal with the rock bottom. And then it all comes back and it, you actually realize that this way of operating in business is really painful to the heart because we are guides, we're consultants, we're coaches, we're healers. And we really love being in the frequency of service, of giving, of harmony with others. But what this way of being pushes us to do is being in the frequency of getting. It sounds like this. I need to get 250 registrations. I need to get 30 people to sign up for consults. I need to get 30% to convert. Na, 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 na. And you see how that starts to feel? Do you feel that? It's like, ugh, like, no. Like, I feel terrible about this, but I don't know any other way. I know if I focus on the getting and the action and the doing, I'm gonna get there. And so a lot of us have done that in the past, right? Maybe you have as well. And then you go like, I'm done with this. I, I don't wanna feel like this. So we woke up and we said, God, I hate this. It makes me feel horrible about myself. It makes me feel so icky. Like I actually care about these people. I don't want them to be an object for me to prove my worthiness, to prove my good enoughness, to show that I have enough clients, to show that, you know, whatever, and make me feel financially secure and all that stuff. It just feels really kind of horrible, <laughs> right? So what then we did for some of us is that we went the other direction hoping to avoid sales altogether because we couldn't deal with this emotionally. We couldn't deal with it. We didn't have right relationship with prosperity. We didn't have right relationship with clients, but we didn't know what the right relationship looked like. So we just ran away and we hoped that people would just show up. If I put enough stuff out there, then and I just like hide and I wait and see them miraculously randomly. I don't know. I'm scared, but I hope they show up. I can't deal with this anymore. I'm not going to push anything. I just, I just, I'm done. I hope they show up. And they, in fact, didn't. Mm -hmm. Because avoiding fear and not feeling the fear does not equal prosperity. The fear is just not there. You're just not dealing. The, the fear is still there. You're just not dealing with it. Do you see that? So then we go slowly back to the bottom or with our back against the wall. And then we get really hyped up again and we do it and we launch and we generate some sales and then we're really burnt out and then we do it again and again and again and again. So there is one way to manifest. This is still in the realm of force. Force are frequencies that make manifestation very, very difficult. If you're familiar with the Dr. Hawkins map of consciousness, then you know everything that is below the level of integrity takes a lot of pushing, takes a lot of control, takes a lot of manipulation, takes a lot of work, versus in the higher frequencies, it's a very, very different sort of feel, okay? So I wanna share with you a different manifestation, a very different manifestation that happened to me about 
two months ago. About a year ago, I had a very brief vision for a house that I would love to live in and own. And it was just like this community place where we would sit around in meditation chairs and there were just like a ceremonial place where people could come together, celebrate, heal. It would be a house that would be a place that would be in nature, filled with love, all that. And then I just let it go. I literally just let it go. Then I'm in Nocera, Costa Rica, which by the way, is one of the places where it's absolutely the hardest to find a living space. It's literally, it was October last year and it was impossible to find even rental. I was in a one bedroom small house paying $4,500 a month and it was a tiny house. It's like, what is happening? This is crazy. Like market here is insane, insane, insane. Okay. <sighs> okay. All right, what are we doing here? What are we gonna do? Like, I don't wanna pay 4,500 a month for like a, you know, not so great uh, one bedroom house. But there's one thing I didn't do and that is to poo poo all over my vision and think about it and think that it was going to happen, okay? So there was a vision. And then in December, there was a listing on a house that came for rental. And I came to this place. This is this place, okay? And I visited, I was like, wow, I love the energy here, but the rental is too much. So I took a pass on this because I just, I was like, this is too much, this is too risky, I need to find something cheaper, blah, 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 blah. But I had this instinct, but I, the first time around, I just bypassed it. I just like, no, it's not it. I need to find something cheaper, blah, 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 blah. Then it turns out I couldn't find anything cheaper so I reached out, hey, is this available now? We have three people, We're, they're signing the lease today. It's not gonna work out. Okay, too bad. Two days later, or some days later, a message comes through that the signing actually fell through and one of the ladies that was supposed to sign a lease on this place backed out during the signing. She's like, I just have a gut feeling. I don't wanna sign this. I don't know why, it's not happening. Then it's the push, the sign that I needed to sign the lease on this place. I was like, okay, this is the price. We're going to be here. And I fell in love. I, I just love this place so much. Then I heard that the owner is trying to sell this place for $850,000. I was like, I'm sad. I'm going to have to move. This can't happen. There's no way I could ever get together $850,000. That's crazy. Like maybe, but I'm not in a business mode. I don't want to do big launches. It's not going to happen. Okay. And then I checked in with the property manager and she's like, you know what? The owner is kind of attached to the place. He really likes it. So I wouldn't be in too much rush. He's not going to sell it to the first person. So just, just be cool. And I'd be like, would we open to seller financing maybe? And she's like, no, probably not. But I had this one morning when I woke up, oh, there's another thing to it. And that is the relationship with my landlord was kind of crappy. 
there was something like there was a day when he comes and he yells at me because I didn't clean the leaves in the pool and da 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 and they have to clean it all the time and it's dry season and yada yada. So have this like not so great relationship with the landlord who doesn't really like me, you know. And it's like, okay, well, what do I do here? There's no way he would give me seller financing at a price that I can afford. It's just not going to happen, right? This sucks. Finally, one morning I wake up and I get this like super, super, super clarity. It literally came through as a lightning. lightning. And I literally decided to type up a message. And I said, I know we have our differences, but I feel like we know each other and as a brother or sister at a soul level. And I wanted to ask you, if there's any possibility you would be willing to give me seller financing. I have $300,000 from business my last year, from what I saved, that's it. I don't have anything else, what can we do? And I said, you know, I really see being here. I really love this place. I want Lexi to be here. I don't know what the future holds, but I really see this for me. And I really love the house that you have created. I just love everything about it. And he responds literally, Within 20 minutes, and he's like, cool, what we could do, it's 850 for the whole property, but we can split it, and you can just have the 1,700 meters around the house, which would be 450,000. You can put 300K down, and then we can do 150K on seller financing. And I'm like, what? Like, are you kidding me? Like, how is that? So a month later, I became the owner of this place. A month later. In a place, there's no houses in the market. There's literally like, when a property shows up, it's like, <laughs> there's no rentals on the market. On one rental, there's 50 applications during the season, right? And it was never even put on the market. We were not dealing with any agents or anything like that. So what happened? How does this happen? So number one, when you have a vision that sounds like, hmm, I wonder. I wonder if I could have this cool house, if I could be in this cool place. I wonder if. Then there's no attachment. You let it go, there's no attachment. I didn't need to own a house. I literally did not need to own a house. I'm happy. I'm happy renting. I'm happy moving around. I'm happy to have this as an investment or not or live here. I'm happy as I am. I'm very comfortable renting. There's nothing in me that needs to own a house. You know what I mean? Like that's not, that's not a priority for me as an investment, absolutely, right? I didn't let my mind to get in the way. I didn't create stories because there was no story to create because I wasn't attached to it. It was kind of like, cool, that would be cool. What if, you know, that would find really awesome. And then it started showing up. And then the most difficult part was when he said yes. And the entire closing process, there is a number of things that could have happened. I could have completely gotten freaked out and shut it down and sabotage it somehow with my mind and my feelings and my doubt and blah, 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 blah. What that would have looked like, I can tell you, if it got actually listed, there's no way that it would have gotten sold for 450, no way. I was like, oh my gosh, when somebody comes and makes an offer, there's like a bidding war, what's gonna happen, right? But there was a trust and there was like, if this is meant to happen, it will happen, if it's not, if it's not. And I stayed open. I stayed okay if it doesn't work out in the end. I said, okay, you know, if, if it's just not right or there's something that gets in the way or we find out in the due diligence that it's just not gonna work, right? I was okay with that happened. But I held the possibility of like, hmm, like what if? What if, what if, just maybe, maybe, maybe. 
It's gonna be really cool if it works out. Maybe, what if the price next year would be like a double? And then I can, what if, what if I could sell this and build like super, super dream house, just 20 miles that way over the river where the properties are just a whole another thing. Like they're just so expansive and beautiful and whatever, and much, much, much more affordable. Or maybe what if I wanted to hold ceremonies here, right? What if I wanted to hold ceremonies? Like, what if, like, there was like, this would all be cool. I can see all the possibilities, but I'm not attached to it. I'm going to, I'm going to do it. The last thing was following the instinct. And each of us have an inner authority for knowing when that's a yes. And for me, this house was always a yes. It was like an instinctual, immediate yes. And each of us have a different yes for these things. So it's a matter of finding out, maybe through human design or whatnot, what your yes is so that you can hear it. For me, there's like a, it almost feels like an energetic space on the, the side of my heart that it's like, that just lights up. And it's like, oh yes, you know, it's like an instinct. It's like this thing that lights up and it's like, yeah, this is it. This is a match. This is exactly where we need to go, right? So this is manifesting. This is one of the ways that we manifest. However, this, my understanding is that this is still in the doing manifestation frequency or not doing, you know, doing and not doing. Like I place the vision out there and then I don't do anything to poop all over it. But this is something that can still be learned in the realm of action and manifestation. So you see, you have a realm of control and forcing, right? Doing to get the results, right? The toxic masculine. Then you have the more empowered, we figure out how to manifest and we figure out how to not poop all over our manifestations. But there is another frequency. One that I'm actually becoming deeply, deeply, deeply obsessed with. And I actually have a prayer and I have a huge yes. And if you have that yes to master it, just feel into it now. And there is a frequency actually totally becoming embodied in this. Like actually feeling prosperity all the time, like knowing what it is, like just deeply getting it. Like not just understand and do it, but actually getting it. Getting that we are supportive. And I want to introduce you to that level of consciousness. And it starts with a little bit of science. <laughs> so the lighter your frequency, the more connected you are, and the more willing you're to follow the path of your design, the more you will become aware of the resources for you being literally everywhere, readily available for you. The resources that you need at this today, in this very moment, in time, are being provided to you. There's a reason you showed up on this live stream. There is a prayer, there's something here for you, right? And it's not that this wasn't there 10 years ago when you were in the control. You're being given the resources anyway for your prayers. But there's a recognition of what that is. There's the recognition and there's a noticing, there's a seeing and also receiving 
all the resources that are being put in front of you that are based on the prayers you put at some point ago. So this is what came through highlighted in bold. <laughs> and if you want to write this down or you can type it in the chat for yourself, this is it. This is from my current understanding, the correct view of the world, everything that I need to follow my soul's journey right now is already here. Everything, everything, everything that I need in this moment to perfectly follow my soul's journey is already here. Now, you have to be present for this to understand this and to really get it, not just as an affirmation, right? Because like, oh, affirmation, sure, that sounds great, Eva, but whatever. What about this and this and this and that? In my life, that's not working, right? Like, shit, I'm struggling. I'm living in my parents' basement, blah, 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 blah. Or wherever you are, you know, trapped in something, whatever, wherever we all have been, right? So now, and for you to actually get that this is the reality, that everything for you is already here, you have to actually be present and do a little bit of an inventory of the fact that everything that you have in your life right now is either a result of the things that you prayed for or a stepping stone to what you already prayed for. Because we are climbing a mountain, okay? And everything that you have, your house, the beautiful kids that you have, the beautiful partner, spouse, or singlehood that you have, all of that is either what you prayed for as a final result or a stepping stone towards what you prayed for. And I don't mean prayers in like a, you know, if, if the word prayer triggers you, use the word intention. There are little different frequencies, but they work quite. They, they both deliver similar, you know, they, they both get you there. So what I want you to do is to begin recognizing that everything in your life that you have is an answer to something. You get tremendous amount of power if you take this on this afternoon and you do an inventory of everything that you have in your life, the things you like and things you don't like, and it's a response to something, some kind of prayer, some kind of intention. And you were the one at the source of all of this. Like, for example, for the overwhelming majority of my life, I was convinced that I didn't have a psychic bone in my body. There is no such thing for me as intuition. I just had a well-functioning brain. But I've prayed for ability to soul channel the content and to connect and to be more intuitive, to be more expanded, blah, 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 right? And everything that has been in my way was a response to that. And it's quite, it's, it's just, it's magical. It's just like if, if there's something that inspires you, the way you go about it, like what if, what if, right? What if, what if that is how my business could work? What if I could live in complete abundance from anywhere around the world, doing all the things I love and I would have steady passive income to support me throughout my adventures, right? And I could do, I could work with the most amazing clients that really inspire me, that light me up. They're like my favorite frequency of clients. They're just so amazing. I'm just cannot wait 
to get on the phone with them, it's like, oh my gosh, the world just, when we're together, it's like, you know, it's, a, it's another, it's another level. It's just so, it's just so, so, so fueling, you know? So when you ask for something, you will get help and then you will get reverse help. Help comes in the form of coaches, guides, courses, friend advice, inspiration in your Facebook feed, introduction, emails, opportunities. You just have to learn to not discount them, not throw away and not recognize them. And this is a whole journey of learning about opportunity recognition as an answer to your prayers. Because most people are like, I prayed for it and then it's here and they're like, but it's not supposed to go like this. It's like something else, you know? Then there's the reverse help. There's the reverse help. And when you say, okay, so I want prosperity and abundance in my life. I want it to be unlimited. And the universe says, well, that's really awesome. But prosperity is on the other side of the lack consciousness. So the world will literally begin to highlight to you all the lack that is still within you that needs to be worked out, all your cravingness, all your neediness, all your need to control other people, including your loved ones. Like that's a form of lack, you know, we just mother them a little bit and control them a little bit and like, you know, your socks. Like we just a little bit of emotional manipulation and this and that and with clients, we manipulate just a little bit, you know, to, to get them to buy from us or whatever it is. And we say the things we think they want to hear. You know, we do say the things that our clients, we think that our clients want to hear so they renew and blah, 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 right? So really reverse help is the situations in our life that literally highlight to us and mirror to us when those feelings of not enoughness, of lack, of all those things show up. It's like, it's for you to deal with and journey through and unravel and recapitulate to the bottom of what that is. So just tune in. What is bringing, what is bringing up in you, for you in this conversation? Is it maybe doubt, like, can I do this? Can I transition? I've lived my whole life like this. Can I actually get myself on the other side of this? Is this even possible? So, for me, there are several things that are not a frequential match for prosperity that we are going to be asked to release possibly through reverse teaching or through help, right? There's help and there is reverse help. Last week, I spent the most of this week, I had my very, very, very special friend and a person that is very, very near and dear to my heart. And I hosted some ceremonies for us to journey through. My intention was to journey through everything that is in the way of me embodying prosperity and abundance in my life. And we did a couple truffle ceremonies. And the first thing 
that is not a frequential match for many people is the inability to receive because everything that we got in a past was a form of leaning in and we didn't realize that there's receiving that happens in leaning back and opening the space for actually things to come together right in front of you, okay? And this receiving is like, that's its own thing. <laughs> like, I wish I could get into this more, but we could literally be here till tomorrow. Because there's an incredible series of journeys with our ability to receive. And this is just, it's so powerful. It's powerful. It's so crazy powerful. <sighs> but I can't get into this right now. So just table this and know that if you're not able to embody the lean back and observe and welcome, that is a thing to journey with. The second thing that is not a frequential match is control. Control versus sovereignty. Prosperity, again, is on the other side of lack of control. It's when you actually move through What's it at the side? What is at the source of the lack and the control? The sovereignty piece is a condition to prosperity. That means you actually give up any kind of control and manipulation. It's about boundaries of others. Like I trust you and I trust me. And I know how hard this is, right? <laughs> and I will tell you this because Apparently, I come from a multi-dimensional dynasties of enslavers and control freaks. So I've, like, it's, like, it's, it's a journey that I, I cannot even get into like, to the depth of it. But if anybody knows how to be very comfortable with managing and controlling in this, it is definitely me. Okay, So there's absolutely there's no judgment about this. And one of the things that was in my favor is that I had a parent that I was raised by, by my later years, who, and who was very controlled by his mother. My dad was very controlled by our grandma, and he decided he was not going to do to us. So when I was 16, I announced, I'm hitchhiking across Europe. I'm going to go from the Czech Republic to Spain and back. How do you feel about that? You know? And I went, and I had all the experiences that I needed to have because that was on my soul journey, and then more. But I was very, very lucky to have a parent who wasn't terribly controlling in this aspect, okay? How many times do we try to control other people because of our own fears? We have to stop controlling clients. We have to stop doing the things in order to get the results. If I do things in order to get a result, it's like this. It's like the energy of constantly hooking. It's like this. I'm getting, I'm getting, I'm getting, I'm getting. And we're still in the getting consciousness. But this, like, this is a series of realizations that have to click. Like, it's not like I can tell you this intellectually. It's like things that we actually have to move into. So, hmm, there was an experience that I had last week, which is going to be the, the final story that I will share with you today. And it was the, the last beautiful ceremony that we did. And that ceremony showed me metaphorically what a life of harmony and co-creating actually looks like. 
so there was a moment when I moved into this house, there was this drum and I'm not a drummer of any kind, right? Like, it's just like not a thing. I mean, I can like make some rhythm, but I'm not in a, you know, in a life up till now, I have no drumming skills. And then we're in the middle of the ceremony. And then what's happening is that we have Spotify running and picking the songs automatically, right? And then all of a sudden, because the mind was turned off, it was really beautiful. I could hear the song that is about to start. And it's not like, it's, I didn't hear the tune, but I somehow knew the rhythm. I could feel the rhythm of the song that was coming next. And I would start drumming and I would let my hands go and I would let my voice sing. And it was not like I was trying to create the music because when I tried that, it just didn't work. The song would be better left alone without me trying to add something on top of it. But when I tuned in into the song that was already playing and I picked up my instrument to play a part in the song that was inviting itself to be joined, it was the most beautiful experience. And I realized in that experience, it literally got me to tune into a weight. I'm not a manifester. I'm a projector in human design. And what that means is that I'm not meant to create in a vacuum and like receive my downloads, be like, okay, I'm gonna teach this. There has to be a song that is already playing that I tune into. And when I tune into that song, there is a tune for me to play. There is a thing for me to answer to. There is a thing for me to respond to. And sometimes it's like, it's just like that just like that, just a little thing. And sometimes it's like a bigger and more profound song that comes through, right? It's just being able to hear and being able to listen the song that is already playing and being able to play your instrument that you already have and discovering what those gifts are and unraveling all the stories that we have about not being enough. And so this is a process and part of it is really embodying who you are in your enoughness. Embodying, like, holy cow, I've come a long way. This is so cool. I'm healing. I'm not healed completely because none of us are, but I'm, I'm healing so much. Like, look at the work that we have done in the past two years. Like, look at the shifts that I've already embodied. Look at the shifts that I'm embodying. Look where I am. Look at the content that I'm like engaging with. Look at all the people that I'm surrounded by. It's like, oh my gosh, right? And what we need to understand is that we're walking, we were walking asleep the majority of our lives. Some of us, not all of you guys, but for me personally, I woke up at one point and it was like, what the F have I just been doing for the past 36, 37 years? And so you're a hero because you need to understand of the frequency distribution, 85% of the population is below the level of integrity. They still operate in the zone of getting and grabbing and controlling, okay? And pride and da da da, right? And self personal image and gratification and all those things, all right? So 
just this, just you being interested in the conversation about how will we embody prosperity that is coming from a place of abundance, tuning into the song, manifesting and everything there already be provided or a divine path. Like even being in this conversation, that's like not a common thing. But what this means is that we have to create a reality for ourselves. Literally, a reality. Like, not just a couple beliefs, but a complete new reality. One that actually matches the truth of what's already happening. Like, actually owning, I'm a powerful intuitive guide and I take people on a potent journey and I'm invited to contribute all the time. Like, I'm invited to help them create their most amazing business that allows them to do everything they want and like have all the adventures and check into the jungle and do this and work with the shamans and work with the best uh, mentors they can. It is like everything is support and they can, they can just, mm, you know, like take their trips and whatever, uh, what, take their kids on whatever trips, you know, single moms included, you know? <laughs> But it's like stepping into that as a reality, not just like a affirmation, like actually reality. So you're starting to see this is a complex journey and it's a journey through embodying all the pieces that go into living prosperity and surrendering all the pieces that have to do with lack, control and craving. So, we're just about out of time. But what came through last night, it was like, oh, prosperity. P-R-O-S-P-E-R-I-T-Y. Prayer, vision, and intention. We actually kind of conscious about what the heck is it that we're asking for. Because if you're not asking, you're asking for something. You just don't know what you're asking for. Receiving opportunity and invitation recognition those are all things that are not like oh i get it these are things that we actually have to move through and journey through right sovereignty sovereignty willing to give up control and really honoring others and honoring ourselves and our own boundaries because if we're you know if we're giving up our joy and our well-being for prosperity it's just not gonna run it's just not gonna go right frequential proximity embody enoughness reality shift and ity which i have no idea what they stand for <laughs> this is as far as we got so that is the piece that is for today that i wanted to share with you if you benefited from this, if it starts to make a difference for you, feel free to share, feel free to comment, like, subscribe, whatever. And if you feel to take a journey with me and you have a hunch that we should end up at some point working together, I love getting DMs, just love, 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 love. And you can DM me on Facebook or you would DM me on WhatsApp. So sit with this for today. Really, the first breakthrough 
that I talked about in the first part that is going to take you on this journey is really understanding everything that you have. What is it answered to? What did you ask for in the past? And started waking up, waking yourself up literally to everything that you already have and how that has worked. Because that is the only way to actually trust their trusting that you actually supported every step of the way. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for spending this beautiful time with me. Sit with this. Really somatically, let this sink in. Journey with it. Reach out if you need anything. I feel like if there is a demand for this, as a projector, I have to wait. I can't go. I realize I cannot just go create programs because I think it's a good idea. That's how I've done it. Nope. So we'll see how this turns out. We'll see what's where we're being asked to go and call what to do. And if there is an opportunity in the future, we'll do a whole journey on this. <sighs> Thank you so much. Have a wonderful rest of your day. Bye, everybody. Everything, if you are getting value out of what I share in this podcast and you would like to give back, please consider leaving us a review or rating on iTunes or sharing this podcast with a friend. I would so appreciate it. Thank you so, so much.